Hey everybody, welcome to Climb the Ladder for our 117th episode presented by Wash Up Network. I'm your co-host Hunter, and today joining me is none other than Jacob Covey. And uh, I guess I could now say a family member because he is related to my wife. He is Hannah's cousin, um, and I'm really glad to be doing a live recording with him today in person. Um, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Plus, you can see us when you head over to YouTube. This episode is brought to you by Rugged Roots, who brings us the best in beard products. Use code LADDER20 at ruggedroots.com for 20% off your purchase. As always, let's climb the ladder. Well, Jacob, thanks for being here today. Of course, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's a a good time, good time of the year for baseball, for sports. I would say that this is the best time of the year to be a sports fan. Oh, yeah, it's the best. You get, uh, well, just two sports now, but there'll be three sports here shortly with basketball coming up. Yeah, basketball's coming up. Um, We usually bring on a lot of guests for basketball because we're not as well versed in that with diving into mostly baseball and football. Yeah. Um, we're almost bigger football fans than baseball, but obviously it's primarily a baseball. Baseball is still a great sport. Yeah. And so you get, you get college football, NFL and baseball end of the regular season into the playoffs, which we're going to touch on here. We're going to touch on some Seahawks football. You went to a game. I went to the home opener last year, Yeah, but this one, just from watching on TV. It was off the rails. I'm sure, yeah. Nothing like the one I went to. So um, we'll dive into that, and then we'll end it with a couple segments. How does that sound? Sounds fantastic. All right. Well, um, like I said, the baseball playoffs are shaping up. We have a couple teams have clinched, and the Mariners are right in there for the running yeah. to break the 21-year streak. And just just so the listeners know, how old are you? I'm 21. This guy is 21 years old. He has not been alive since the Mariners last made the playoffs. Nope. I'm only 25, and so I, I don't even remember watching them on TV. Yeah. You know, I just watched the, the stuff on YouTube about when they were good, Ichiro's rookie season. Yeah. Crazy to think that you were born the same year that Ichiro was a rookie and the Mariners won 116 games. I didn't even know that. That. That's cool. That's wild. No, Just I've to, always loved to put it in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Also pretty cool, as everybody can see behind us. This is Jacob's great-grandpa's baseball and bat collection of Mariner's memorabilia. So pretty cool to have him here sitting down, chopping it up today. Um, but we'll we'll get into the rest of the playoffs, and we'll end it with the Mariners because – that's what we're most excited about, yeah. making history right here, breaking the streak for the longest professional sports playoff drought across all four major sports. Is it? Longest of MLB, NFL, NBA, and NHL. Whoa. So we're about to make history. Jacob's here for it. But before we get into the Mariners, uh, one team that has clinched the playoff berth but is still working on clinching their division in the national league is the Mets. 
And the New York Mets clinched their berth for the playoffs as Max Scherzer, their ace pitcher, got his 200th win of his career. Nice. Pretty cool. Some milestone. for Yeah, for a stud that, um, I mean, yeah, talk about a milestone. A lot of milestones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you've been following the Albert Pujols home run chase. For Ooh, I've seen some numbers, yeah. The chase for 700. Yeah. So he's at 698 right now. By the end of this week, he he'll either hit 699 and then into the weekend, yeah. 700, or it could be Thursday or Friday as this episode comes out. So some pretty crazy stats going on around the league. Um, but to have Max Scherzer be part of this rebuilding that the Mets have, have done really in the last few years, they hired a new owner, um, as a lot of the fans know, Steve Cohen. And this is really like, hey, we put all of our chips in. Yeah. Let's go for it. Make so, it or break it. Yeah. Make it or break it. And it's just like the Rams did in the NFL last year. Yeah, exactly. They shelled out the money and they went for it. They, yeah. They got the guys and then they got the championship. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. I mean, well, these days. Yeah. Well, especially NBA, which you mentioned. I mean, everybody goes to all these super yeah. teams. Super teams. For like two years at a time. Rotate. Yeah. Everybody changes teams. Yeah. Seriously. So, but it's cool to see it for the Mets coming together. They have a chance now going into the playoffs. Um, Somebody else on the Mets who is excited, watched an interview with him, is Jacob deGrom, another one of their pitchers. Um, I like that that, guy. Yeah, he's good. I mean, a lot of talent. Uh, They, I mean, they went after these guys. They got him. He's been a part of the team who hasn't been in the playoffs with that Mets organization since 2015. And so for us, we were just talking about the Mariners. Yeah. Like doesn't sound like a long time, but for teams with a good track record. Yeah. That five years is yeah, those those years add up, especially with the COVID year. And that seems like forever. Jeez. <laughs> so yeah, DeGrom's excited, Scherzer's excited. Um, but moving in a little more close to home with the Astros who we just looked at their standings and you're like, Holy crap. Yeah. No 99 wins. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And the season's not even over. I mean, they're untouchable. Like at this point, the Mariners, we know we're not going to win the AL West because of how good they are, but the Astros clinched the AL West and not only the, the division, but they're the top, team in the American League, which for a while we thought was going to be the Yankees. Yeah. Because the Yankees have been on fire. Yeah. But the Astros kept their foot on the gas, and they're going for it. So they got the division, and they got the first round by. So uh, just a recap for everybody. Three teams, the division winners, will uh, clinch their playoff berth, and only two will clinch a first round by. Yep. The third place team in the American League will play one of the three wild card teams. So the top two wild card teams, which we're hoping the Mariners are one of those, yeah. they're up from the third place wild card team last week. Um, the top two wild card teams clinch uh, home field advantage. Oh, okay, so that'd be awesome. I yeah. mean, you've been to a couple Mariners games this year. Those are fun too. So fun. I mean, the stadium's electric. Yeah, when it's, it's underrated. It is underrated. It's one of the best ballparks yeah. by far. You get 45,000 
rocking fans there. I mean, it's electric. The place is shaking. Yeah. We'll do a – usually we save this for a segment at the end, but just because we're on Safeco Field. Not T-Mobile Park, but it'll always kind of be Tomato, Safeco potato. Field. It's yeah. the same thing. So the, one of our segments is Ballpark Eats. Yeah. And so if you're going to the Mariners game, what – What's on your menu? Like money's not an object, dude. What are you you're walking into the stadium? What are you getting? It's a hot dog every time. Hot dog. Hot dog. And then if I gotta go back for seconds, like if I didn't eat earlier that day, <laughs> nachos. I'm a nacho kind of guy. Oh, but yeah. spicy with like all the jalapenos and stuff on there. Yeah, that's a go-to too. One thing that the Mariners do right at that ballpark is you get the helmet nachos. Yeah, the little plastic Mariners helmet. Yeah, you take the thing home. Oh yeah, <laughs> take it home. Wear it. You wash the cheese out. Uh huh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hopefully you wash it before you put it on. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going for any of uh, – have you ever had the chocolate crickets? No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had those either. Uh, I don't know if those came back after COVID, but those were a hot ticket for a while. <laughs> Never even heard of I actually those. saw those. They did a ballpark food bracket challenge, and they were trying to narrow down from all 30 ballparks yeah. what the best food at each one was. Uh-huh. And I think the Mariners' representation on that chart was the chocolate-covered crickets. Why do we get crickets? I know. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you think like a, a Seattle dog with like the onions and the or, cream cheese? Or maybe like, like I don't know, something with fish because it's Seattle. Yeah, true. I mean, fish and chips, a salmon burger. Yeah. Like something. <laughs> something besides crickets. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a – are you getting a, a beer to wash it down, a Coke? What it – Oh well, I mean, since I turned twenty-one, of course I'm getting a beer. Yeah, um, you can't you can't know. go wrong. I mean, a twenty-dollar tall boy. <laughs> yeah, it's as ridiculous as it sounds. I mean, yeah. you're only at the ballpark so often, right? So you just kind of have to go for it, yeah. make it count. Um, and as a local to Tacoma, you've also frequented some Rainiers games. Yeah, I'm going tonight. Yeah. So uh, I mean, as the people know, I've done a couple of these where I'm like, hey. We got to head out going to the Rainiers game. What are you getting at the Rainiers game? Is that is that a similar vibe? I know the the stadium's a little different. Oh, those games are fun. Last night's game was crazy. My dad went to last night's game and they won with like a walk off home run. I'm pretty sure or a nice. grand slam or something. I don't remember. Wow. But uh, I'm hoping for the same kind of game tonight. Yeah. But I don't have such a routine going into a Rainiers game. I'm just kind of there to have a good time, you know. Yeah. Maybe hit the beer garden. I think the beer garden's open today. Yeah, the beer garden's fun. It's, yeah. That's a good spot there. I'll spend most of the game up there. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you can't go wrong. There's not a bad seat in the park. No. You can see you can see great from wherever you are. Yeah. You stand in the beer garden. Well, not to mention it's like a great family place too, because they got that park off to the side. Your yeah. kids get a little restless. It is. You'll find the park. <laughs> you just drop them off over there. Yeah. Walk and you walk away. <laughs> yeah. You can't go wrong. Cheney Stadium in Tacoma. It's Really close to the water. Yeah. And great place to visit. It's not hard to get to. It's not like downtown Seattle where everything's, you know, packed either. It's it's easy to get to a huge parking lot. There's parking on it both is. sides of the stadium. Yeah. It's not ridiculous. It's like ten dollars to park yeah. if you don't have a parking pass. It's not like fifty if you're going to a Mariners game. No. Yeah. Or they're pushing 80 the closer you get to the stadium. Jeez, that's it's brutal. I know it hurts. Well, it's either you pay like a hundred bucks or you walk like six miles. Yeah. You're gonna get your steps in that day. <laughs> Not to mention all the like 
stairs up into the stadium and around. And yeah, if you, if you got a nosebleed ticket, yeah. they hand you a pack of tissues on your way out. <laughs> Some Advil for your knees. Yeah, and you're right about the Rainiers at Cheney Stadium. Great parking, really accessible. Yeah. And you don't have to hike very far. No. It's you can't go wrong. Yeah, I think this is the last week of the Rainier Stadium. I know this is the last day for season ticket holders to redeem their tickets. I know they get like uh, okay, they get um tickets for this weekend are a little bit cheaper for them, but they don't get tickets to those games. Got it. Good to know. Hey, you heard it here first. <laughs> season ticket holder, you get the the inside scoop there. Um, well, just moving through this, um, we got to do, got to talk some Mariners ball. They've been on fire. Um, I don't know if you get to watch the games, if you have cable that watches those, or if you hear them on the radio. Ooh, sometimes I hear them on the radio. I listen to a lot of sports podcasts. So I'm going to keep up with, uh, the Mariners yeah. like that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, do the same primarily with podcasts, even though we have streaming here. Yeah. Uh, you can't stream the Mariners games, which sucks. Yeah. So uh, don't usually get to watch it, but I'll throw it on the radio, especially if there's a day game at work. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Throw a day game on. So they played, uh, I think it was Monday this week. They played in Los Angeles, had a day game. Yeah. And I turn it on in the fourth inning. Then in the fifth inning, Carlos Santana steps up to the plate. It's a grand slam. And then – Two innings, the next inning, Ty France steps up, hits a three-run homer, and then Carlos Santana goes up the next inning, switch hitter, hits a home, a solo home run yeah. from the other side of the plate, and he joins only three other Mariners to ever do that. Talk about skill. Yeah. Like a really cool. hit a ball when it's like tossed him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we'll get into that later. That's a little little preview for the people. But uh, Jacob did step up to the plate for my team this season. So uh, wait for that. We'll, we'll get into that. But uh, just on, on the Mariners' playoff push, their pitchers are healthy. Their players are healthy. Carlos Santana has seven home runs in the last nine games. And that ties in with something that uh, I listened to a, a podcast that kind of clips some, some of the postgame – and uh oh like the post game interviews yeah like interviews game footage and exactly yeah and one thing that uh the manager scott service was saying is that yeah it's good to be consistent and get guys on base but they've stranded too many guys on base this season that their production has really come from home runs yeah and so to have a guy like santana consistently hitting, not just hitting the ball, but hitting home runs. Yeah, getting RBIs. Yeah. yeah. You got to get the guys around. Uh-huh. And, I mean, after all, home runs are the most electric thing. Yeah, no, it's like the most fun you've ever had. Some yeah. guy hits a single, you're like, oh, that was tough. Like, I could never do that. But, like, yeah. cool. And then some dude hits a home run and everybody's on their feet screaming, throwing exactly. popcorn. <laughs> yeah. You, like, toss a beer, toss your popcorn. Yeah, yeah, the guy behind you stands up too quick and dumps a beer on you. Yeah. You're not even mad because they hit a home run. Right. Everybody's <laughs> happy. You can't yeah. be mad at him. Or the guy that catches the baseball in the beer cup. Hold the baby. And then you hold the baby. <laughs> I think that was at a Mariners game last season. Was it? Yeah, I think so. like actually. Uh, or yeah, catches it and catches the ball in the beer cup and then chugs the rest of the beer. Yeah, no. Yeah. So uh all around good production. Um 
got to see it, especially in this time. Yeah. We always say it's all about the teams that get hot at the right time. That's so like you have the Dodgers and the Astros who have been at the top all season. Yeah. But it they I might mean, burn out. Yeah. Might burn out and playoff baseball. I mean, if you Anything if you had a word of advice for these teams, if they were ever to hear it, what would it be? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a professional baseball player. <laughs> Put them on the spot, just get the playoffs. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Don't suck. Yeah. You know, get your eight hours of sleep. Make sure to practice. Don't overdo it in the games that – I mean, every game matters in the playoffs, but don't hurt yourself in the second game of the playoffs if they're going to need you, you know, later on. <laughs> exactly. You got to stay Take healthy. care of yourself, yeah. From the man himself. Uh, don't say that. <laughs> well, uh, getting into the end of the episode, we'll get you guys with some segments. Um, our segments are always brought to you by the great PNW, some of the best clothing. Um we rock their gear all the time. Cool hats. Hats with actually these kind of logos. Um, they make Seahawks stuff. They make stuff for the entire Northwest, Washington, Oregon, Idaho. So go over to the greatpnw.com um, and use code climb the ladder and get your discount, get your free shipping, and check out their gear. That's neat. Um, but to get into some segments, uh, one that we we can't leave here without talking about. We're both Seahawks fans. Gotta love them. We'll hit our outside the diamond segment because Jacob got to the got to go to the home opener, and it was Russell Wilson's return to Seattle. That game was nuts. Yeah, how loud was it? We have to start with that. Well, so it was like in the fourth quarter when it was really getting down to it. <laughs> I remember like screaming. And then, like, stop and scream and, and not realize I quit screaming. <laughs> and then it was so loud behind me. I was in the nosebleeds, too. I wasn't anywhere close to the field. Yeah. Like, my ears were pulsing. It was so loud. Like, I my bet. ears hurt. Like, on the way home, all I heard was, <laughs> Yeah. No doubt. No. But it was so much fun, especially at the end of the game after after the win. Everybody was ch- chanting Gino the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have never been on a hype train <laughs> like that. The whole stadium. It was it was spectacular. That's Gino played a great game, too. He did. I mean, he showed up. He proved it. Like, yeah. it wasn't even in spite of Russell Wilson. No, like it was his. It was his chance to shine. I'm not. Yeah, he's not the best quarterback in the world, but he did his job. He got it done. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the kind of guy that you need. And then how about the defense? Oh my dude, <laughs> Mike Jackson on the goal line twice got that fumble recovery. I don't remember who caused the fumbles, but yeah. I tell you every single time they got down to the goal line the first time everybody like the energy was kind of dying in the stadium. They were trying to bring it, but it was just kind of not <laughs> par with the rest of the game. Yeah. And then as soon as somebody forced that fumble and oh. Mike Jackson fell on the thing, stadium erupted. They make that that had to be the loudest. No, well, the second one Oh, I'm ready for this. The second one was the loudest. Because it was the exact same thing. They marched down to the goal line. They had like an inch to go. Yeah. And they they ran the ball and they ran it to the outside. Somebody punched it out again. Oh, yeah. Mike Jackson fell on it in the end zone. And the whole stadium was like, two for two, let's go. (laughs) Everybody's standing, yelling, screaming. Wow. And then I think they got down to the goal line like three times in a row. And they stopped them again and they kicked a field goal. To yeah, make it like we forced two two turnovers and two field goals. Yeah, which was incredible <laughs> against you know I'm not hating. Well, Russell left the team, so I'm kind of <laughs> yeah. against the you know a great quarterback. Like seriously, yeah. I mean one of the all time greats. I mean he'll well, of our generation. Yeah, yeah, of our generation. He set records. You know he broke Peyton Manning's rookie record. Yeah, like early on, and he's just continued to 
to climb early in his career. Yeah. So to have that kind of return. Oh, I'll <laughs> tell you what, though. The second he walked in the stadium, I've never heard more boos in my I life. I was just going to ask about the boo birds. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, I hopped in on it, too. Every It was like yeah. third down. Everybody's <laughs> like, boo. And I do. You have to jump in. It was so much fun. I mean, I, I was watching on TV and you could hear like. Usually it's just like kind of a lull of noise. Yeah. Just all muffled together. Yeah. You could hear distinct boos. Yeah. So I can't imagine in person. Oh, it was it was kind of funny too. There was Denver fans sitting in front of us and they were like trying to cheer <laughs> and they were trying to get everybody quiet down and everybody's like, shut up. You don't like get out of here. You yeah. don't belong here. No. Just started booing. It was so loud. I mean, I wasn't there when the Beast Quake game happened. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure it was something similar. I saw a picture um it was either on facebook or twitter of the um, oh, seismic yeah and it wasn't as loud as beast quake but it was up there i think it was over 100 decibels yeah well <laughs> dude i could like i feel like i couldn't hear like it was so loud like yeah there wasn't even noise it was just like blank yeah oh no doubt and isn't it crazy like because we were there for the Luke Combs concert. Oh, yeah. And that was pretty loud. Yeah. but then, And that was speakers. Like, and that was noise. speaker. Yeah. Isn't that crazy if you think about it? It is nuts. Fans, like human beings, 66,000 humans are louder than speakers at a concert. Yeah. No, it was. Oh, <laughs> my God. It was. I mean, I went to a preseason game. Oh, and I was yeah. sitting at the preseason game. And I was like, this is. No, it's not as good as I thought it was. Yeah. Be. And then I get to go to the home opener. And it was nuts. That's just that's absolutely electric. Yeah, I mean it. It really, I don't think it gets much better than that. Yeah. It was, it was dope. Yeah, and G, I mean credit to Gino. He had some. It was like broken plays. I mean, yeah, it, but he made them work. You know, he didn't like take very many sacks. He was throwing the ball where it needed to go. And when he threw the first touchdown pass to uh, shoot, it was like Will Disley, I think. Yeah, dude, the whole stadium. That, that was one of the – it was, like, top three loudest moments because the whole stadium was like, we can do it. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, a lot of people – a lot of people doubted the Hawks. Oh, everybody was counting us out. Everybody. Nobody thought we had a chance. And to get the lackluster performance out of Russell Wilson and you're paying him, like, $40 million a year. Oh. And he threw one touchdown in the game against us and then one last week against the Texans. Yeah. That's concerning. Well, I mean, I'll have to give them credit. They have a new head coach. I'm pretty sure the yeah. head coach is brand new. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett's new. And he's trying to call the – I don't think his system's really working for him. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they're, they're going to break the rust off here pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I think sure. they'll open up in the middle of the season. I hope they don't make it very far in the playoffs. Right, right. <laughs> so, most importantly, the, the over-under for the Seahawks on the season win total was six and a half. What do you think? Jeez. I was higher than mine when I first looked at the oh. schedule. I was like four eighty five. But oh yeah. But kind of like looking back and seeing how we played against Denver. Um, and we're playing Atlanta this weekend. Yeah. I'm thinking, I don't know, seven or eight. Hopefully we break five hundred. Yeah. But right around the five hundred range. I'm with you, definitely taking the over on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like eight. Nine would be cool. Nine would be awesome. Nine would be really good. I mean, the 49ers just lost Trey Lance. Dude, I felt bad. They, yeah, that was that was rough. Yeah. And the Cardinals, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. That new Call of Duty just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. You know it. 
Oh, he's been he's been up to date yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's uh yeah, what was it? The beta was this weekend. I don't know what the release dates were, but I was scrolling through Instagram when I saw a new Call of Duty dropped in. I saw that. I was like, there goes Kyler. Yeah, he's not watching two games film. into the season. Yeah, count him out. He's done. So we might have some sort of shot at the wild card. For, Maybe, hopefully. For the West. I mean, forever ago we made it at like seven and nine or whatever. Seven and nine. That was it. And now we added one more game to the season. Yeah. So even better shot. Hopefully. Yeah. So we'll see. Hey, right here, we're looking at eight wins. We'd take it. We'd love nine. Yeah. Um, ten would be a stretch goal, but you gotta you gotta, you set, gotta set goals. Set it somewhere. Yeah, you gotta reach for something. Yeah. Hey, if it's if it's not a goal, if it's not out of reach, it's not a goal. Yeah, exactly. Right? It'd be too easy. Yeah. Well, we're gonna wrap up the episode with one of our favorite segments. Um, as the on-field portion of my season comes to an end with beer league softball. We'll hear from Duncan next week when he comes back from Hawaii um, and we'll get a little bit of a wedding recap next week, but Jacob joined the Patriot fire softball team for the second season uh, that, that I've coached since I've been there and it was doubleheader. He joined us for the first one of the season um, Jacob, what did you think? How was it to be out there? I mean, I haven't played baseball since I was in like <laughs> middle school, but that was so much fun. Didn't even show. Honestly, he was, I was in, uh, cause you have a four man outfield. I was in left center. He was in left right next to me and you got worked out there. They, they kept hitting it. For me. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if they know I'm new or if this is just the direction. They're yeah. it. But I was, I was flying. I was trying to run as quick as I could. He was running all over. I was gassed after the first game. I was sitting there wheezing. Yeah. <laughs> you, you definitely had your wheels going. Yeah. I was going to say, I felt a lot more comfortable on the outfield than I did going up the plate. I don't get those guys <laughs> yeah. I walked up there. I was like, my teeth were chattering. Yeah. And, uh, no, but you got a couple hits. Yeah, I did. I think in, I, got, I, think I had games. two. Yeah. Well, and I had the – I think that was – it was a home run, wasn't it, when I hit it towards right? Oh, you hit it in the park. Yeah, I did. I, I should get you a game ball downstairs. <laughs> Not because okay. he hits one to the right field corner, and I I, I, I just ran fast enough, I guess. Turn the Jets on, I guess. <laughs> no. I forgot about that. Oh, geez. Well, I hit, there, was, there was a really big dude in right field <laughs> – and I was yeah. like, I'm just going to turn my shoulders and swing that way. And it worked. I mean, I hate to be the guy that picks on, like, the weak side of the defense, <laughs> but that's what I did, and it yeah. helped. <laughs> yeah, it did. No doubt. So it was awesome to have have you with us to oh. start out the season. And it only got better from there. Yeah. So you weren't even around for the funnest parts, but it was fun. Oh, I had a blast when I was there. Yeah. It was fun meeting the guys. Yeah. Really good group of guys. I mean, it was like – Hey, didn't even know that he didn't work there. <laughs> we were all just in it. We were like coming off of a one win season yeah. in the spring. We were like, I mean, how many did you guys finish with? Uh, so we won one last season and we won four this year. Okay. So four better. wins. Yeah. So we ended, ended the season with a double header that we swept. So we won three of our last four. There you go. And the only one that we lost in our last stretch of four was against the first place team and we lost it in the last inning. We lost it 15, 14 with the tying run on third base with two outs at the bottom of our lineup. That's tough, but you gotta be kind of happy with it. Cause I mean, you were that close. Yeah. And we have something to work with and it's going to be a rough six month off season. Cause when you go from spring to summer, it's like, okay, you have a month off, but you just like, 
it just right kind of get yeah, right back in the groove. Yeah, this is going to be a rough off season. Yeah, we might have to hit the cages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe get yeah. in the softball cages where they pitch at like forty miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, we need the we need, <laughs> need the, the arc. Nice, yeah, the arc to get the timing down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it was awesome to have you join us. Oh, thanks for having the season. Me. And uh, more importantly, right now for episode one hundred seventeen of Climb the Ladder, um, make sure you guys go check it out on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, get some good clips cut from this one. And uh, yeah, we'll have to have you back when Duncan's on too. And we'll have more power with the in-person. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. We can do this whenever. Yeah. Uh, lastly, what's your prediction for the rest of the Mariners season? Wins. 100%. Wins. Here on Just out. wins. Just Ws. Hey, once you hit the playoffs, <laughs> it's a different atmosphere. You just turn it on. Turn it on. Hey, just like Jake on the in the park home run. <laughs> just turn it on. <laughs> just turn oh, it on. You just got to get the job done. Well, Jacob, thanks again for joining us. Of course. This is the first in-person interview that we've had in a long time. Wow. So I think in the post uh, 100 mark, so we're 17 episodes after that, you're the first in-person. Let's so go. Pretty big. I'm hyped. Big time over here. Jacob Covey. Uh, you can shout out your uh, socials if you have them. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want a bunch, a bunch of, a bunch of weirdos on there. <laughs> no, no, I'm the weirdo. I don't want to see. <laughs> doesn't want to see behind the curtain. Nope, Jacob nope, nope. Like, this is all you get. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, Jacob. Sweet, thanks for having me.